You're listening to the All Things Epic Podcast with B. Carol Events founder and CEO, Bree Carol. A show that helps you get intentional about incorporating experiences with purpose, impact, and community to your life, business, and relationships. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello and welcome to All Things Epic. I'm your host, Bree Carroll, founder and CEO of B. Carol Events, and I am so, so excited to be with you. So on this first episode, can you believe it is our first official episode after we made the transition from the Epic Event Podcast? Shout out to all of our listeners who are continuing to rock with us here on All Things Epic. And a huge shout out to our service community who is coming over from the Hearts and Stripes Podcast. Now, I'm really excited for this first episode and this new uh, layout, if you will. So I'll be explaining some things ar- along the way and just sharing how we will flow into experiences with purpose, impact, and community. So for our first segment, we are going to be talking about all things experiences. And today I'm really excited because I realized that since we took a pause as we did the rebrand for the podcast, I had not shared about the retreat. So for those who may not be tracking, we do a quarterly retreat for Epic Select. And you'll hear more about Epic Select uh, in episodes to come. But listen, this is a peer-to-peer mastermind community that is like none other. I received... um, my breadcrumb. That's how I like to put it here. And and I continue to say, God keeps dropping things in my spirit. He gives me the breadcrumb. He gives me the idea to do it because he knows I'm a doer, right? That's just the three in me. So um, I, I got the breadcrumb and it was when I was actually in a mastermind and I had the idea of like, how can we create community around planning events and experiences? And I sat on it for a couple years, (laughs) actually, and wasn't quite sure what that looked like. And it is everything to do with the manifester in me, um, if you know anything about human design. But, like, it is everything to do with the manifester in me is I have a vision for something. I'm a fire starter. Uh, And it tends to be an innovative thing, which is not fun because that means you don't necessarily have the blueprint for the thing, right? So um, in launching Epic Select, one of the things that I really, really wanted to do was be intentional about getting people in the room because I believe in the power of getting people in the room, creating the space. And it's something that I wanted to ensure that was a part of um, the, the experience. So with the select, not only do they get the support for, uh, planning the experience that's on their heart, the event that's on their heart, but it also comes with the membership comes with quarterly opportunities to get together. Now this year, these opportunities are in different locations. Our first one was in Atlanta that I'll be talking about a little bit more. The next one will be in Montgomery. Then we have one in, July, which will be on the West Coast, and then we wrap things up at the end of the year on the East Coast in D.C., so I'm really excited about um, how those are all coming together because it, one, also gives a touch point 
to our members if they are unable to, and it's not a requirement that they attend all of the retreats, but we wanted to have it in proximity of all of our members. And we have some amazing members of the select who are on the East Coast, in the Midwest, in the South, on the West Coast, like we everywhere, y'all, and international, actually. Um, but we're still working on international. Stand by on that. Stand by. So <laughs> I'm really excited that our very first retreat was uh, done. And I never got to share about it here on the podcast. So I'll give you a quick take on that. And I'll also drop a link in the show notes so that you can watch the after party for yourself. That'll be a breakdown of all the things that we discussed in the room. But it's also an opportunity for you to connect with some of the ladies and see if you would vibe in the group. But um, so check the the link in the show notes if you want to listen to the after party for like the content of the retreat. But my big takeaway, my big takeaway as it relates to the experience that I wanted to share is that you just have to step out there and sometimes just go first in the community these women are brilliant. Like the magic of the community is truly attracting and being able to attract um, some some just heart-led leaders and some some women who just want to be change makers, right? They all have their areas of expertise. They all have their areas of brilliance and genius. And bringing them in the room was just the hugest win because it gave them permission to bring other people in the room. I love how LaToya, one of the members of the select, put it. She actually had her uh, book launch event, which coincided with our quarterly retreat. Hint, hint. That's another thing we like to do in the select. Um, We like to partner with the members of the select so that we could be on site to support them. And LaToya was Um, the member who got supported because of that collaboration. So it was just beautiful how she said one of her highlights for having an event was seeing the belief that was built in other people because she went first, because she had her event, because she got people in the room. Not only were the members of the select encouraged and inspired, but also her family her her faith, the, her, her community of faith that came and showed up for her in the room. She got testimonials afterward from um, all of the people who came. And some of the testimonials were like, they believed that they could start their book again. They believed that they could create a space for people to come and gather in. They built belief because she stepped out and did it first. And that's how I feel about the select. That's how I feel about these quarterly retreats. Every time I go first and I create a space, it is further encouraging these women that they can do the same thing. And I promise you, y'all, we are doing it in a way that is um, f- feels like it's doable. Because oftentimes, I like to say we like the rubber neck out here in these internet streets. We too busy looking at what's happening on the side of the road to pay attention to what's happening in our lane. We look left, we look right, as opposed to looking straight ahead for our path and where we're supposed to walk. And we get distracted by people who have been doing this thing 10, 20 years 
and what their event might look like and what their end product might look like. Because this is all things epic, we can take it a step further and we can talk about it from the perspective of our lives. In our lives, we get too busy rubbernecking, looking left and right. And I, too, have fallen victim of that. I don't know about y'all, but I love a good rom-com. I know we are coming off of Valentine's and that'll go into some of the other segments that we'll be talking about. But I love a good romantic comedy. And I also had to realize, sis, you do not live in a movie. Like, reality is different than what they are able to portray on a big screen, right? They are following a specific flow that keeps the viewer engaged. And that's not always the case for our actual real life. Like, we're not going to, like, have this this um, happenstance meeting and then um, find out that there is some problem and then there is a climax of maybe us falling in love and then, you know, everything is resolved at the end of the, the movie. Hey, we're still living this thing out. So it's not going to be that straight line like Hollywood uh, presents it or it may be several of these highs and lows that in cycles that we continue to go through in our life because we are growing, because we are learning because we are um, just expanding, right? And I think as it relates to rubbernecking, we can get caught up, like myself, um, get caught up in the Hollywood glamorized, quick, hour-long version of how they got to this place. And we don't think about that for us, doing the work may have a different timeline. It just may be a different timeline. It may be a longer timeline. It may be a shorter timeline. I do not want to assume one way or the other for yours. But what I do want to encourage you in events and in life that the things that we get distracted by by looking at other people's um, end product or their stage in their journey and comparing it to our own is that is a way to truly dampen your own experience because that's what this segment is all about. It's all about talking about experiences and that is why I wanted to first talk about not just the retreat but also applying it to events and your life because listen, this is the type of conversation we are having in Epic Select. So more to come if you are interested on being a member um, we actually are going to be starting our open enrollment period where you can apply to be a member of the select and we can walk alongside you and support you. So um, stay tuned for more on that. Okay, y'all, we are going to slide into our next segment and that is all about purpose. So what we'll be doing in this segment, and I'm giving you a little background because this is new, um, but we are going to have purpose statements. So before we go into the purpose statement, let me break down some definitions that I love about purpose. So UC Berkeley explains it this way. They says purpose is an abiding intention to achieve a long-term goal that is both personal, it has both personal meaning, right? And it makes a positive mark on the world. Let me say that part again. It's both 
personally meaningful and makes a positive mark on the world. I love that definition of purpose. Others that you'll typically see is the reason why something exists or is done, made, used, etc. right? That is what purpose is. Well, weekly, what I want us to do here is to have a purpose statement. And for what it'll mean here on All Things Epic is it's a declaration or declarations of the direction we're aiming for and why and the why. That, that's really what it is. It's the why behind what we're doing. And I know if you are listening here, you are a heart-centered change maker. So that is the direction that we're going to be aligning with, with these statements. Um, they're they're going to be more all-encompassing and not as specific because I know that it can apply to a lot of different listeners here. Whether you are a business owner, whether you are um, here for the holistic conversations on experiences, purpose, impact, and community. But right there in your level of influence, we want these purpose statements to be um, pointing you in the direction of what you are designed to create that is personally meaningful, but also positively impacting the world. So let's dive into today's statement. And the statement is, the purpose of love is to produce a behavior that keeps me aligned with purpose. Let me say it again. And you can repeat after me. The purpose of love is to produce a behavior that keeps me aligned with purpose. I loved that we are coming up on the heels of uh, Valentine's Day. It was just yesterday and it had me thinking about love, right? That is the topic that typically you think about when it's Valentine's Day. Um, but I, I love it from the perspective that um, love and feelings and emotions are things that we often tend to not lean into. And I'm guilty of that as well. But as it relates to love, when I think about love, and um, this is probably a reflection of my epic faith, but when I think about epic love, I think about um, the commandments. And I know that sounds odd, but I think about the commandments because the commandments are like divine um, direction um, that we are given. It's not like you should kind of maybe do it is like this is this is what you're supposed to do right? and we all fall short of um the commandments but it's the greatest divine rule that is put in place and as it relates to love if you look in mark go to mark 12 uh 30 through 31 you'll hear jesus after being asked like what is the greatest commandment and it's interesting to me that love is the one that Jesus is talking about. So um, basically it says in there, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Dang. If that don't put love in perspective for you, I don't know what will, but it had me thinking about love in and of itself from that latter part where it talks about love your neighbor as yourself. Hey, 
that also indicates that you love yourself to a certain degree, right? That you love who you are, that you are gentle with yourself, that you aren't breaking yourself down, that you're not critical with yourself. Like if you are treating your neighbor like yourself, then you may have to think about the actions and the way that you are caring for other people as a reflection of maybe how you are caring for yourself. And this takes a lot of introspection and you putting on your big girl panties. Let's, let's be clear because I too had to look at, at this as I was looking at the purpose statement, because I found that my behavior is guided by love or the lack thereof or the lack of focus on something that I say that I love. It's interesting, especially around Valentine's Day, and I don't know, I pray that you had a great Valentine's Day, but if that was not your experience, let me encourage you to design an experience that you want to have, and starting with loving yourself, what are you doing to intentionally show love to yourself? Um, What are the words that you are saying to yourself, right? What are the thoughts that you have about yourself? What are you declaring over yourself? Do you love you? I love that that question. Um, do you love you? And it's a hard question. And you know what? Some people may listen and say, no, no, I don't. And I think it is hearing from the source, which that would be from the word of God, what love looks like. And I had that reminder, shout out to Jesus City here in Montgomery, Alabama. They did a beautiful prayer breakfast, another experience that I totally could share on, but they did a beautiful breakfast where they encouraged the women who came out about the Valentines that were hid in the word of God. And I absolutely needed that. I needed that to be reminded of how I was loved and who I was loved by so that I could do a better job of loving myself. I heard this um, from another speaker and she was talking about how, um, how we love ourselves is attractive, right? And oftentimes it's not something that we think about, but it's definitely evident on the results that we are getting. Uh, let me add another scripture on here to give you some more context as it relates to the purpose statement, and that is coming from Romans 8, 28. And that just says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. That goes back to that first part that Jesus was talking about, right? Who have been called according to his purpose. That is the tie-in for the purpose statement. And we know that all things, right, all things, not just our business, not just our personal, right? All things, God works for the good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. That is why this purpose statement is really personal for me in this season, because I think oftentimes we think about just the selfish version of purpose and the thing that we want to go and do out in the world. We we don't necessarily consider that we have been called to greater purpose, even beyond what it is that we have. And there is a personal meaning that is tied to that, and it makes a positive mark on the world. So let's go back and let's think through our purpose statement one more time. 
and that is the purpose of love is to produce a behavior that keeps me aligned with purpose. Okay, y'all, let's slide into impact. So we are going to share a quick clip of Vanessa Lau. If you are not familiar with her, listen, she is the real deal out here in these internet streets. She built a seven-figure, multi-seven-figure business um, as an influencer and a creator. And then she slammed the brakes on that whole empire and actually took a year off. She did a sabbatical um, after it just became too much. I love that she is back and she is sharing the behind the scenes. We'll link the full uh, YouTube video from her. But here is a clip hearing from her and her perspective on creators. But at the heart of it, being a creator is such a cool thing to do because you get to create anything that you want, including how you feel day to day in your business, including how you show up in your content. And I really hope that by you watching this video, you're able to kind of see what can happen when you lose yourself in this process, but also to see what can happen when you find yourself again. And even though there is so much information on the internet on how your business should look like, whether you're growing and scaling and being a CEO or treating it like a side hustle or trading it like a single person solopreneur business, I want you to know that there are so many different paths to success, but there is only one path that is uniquely for you. And I hope that you have the courage to do that path, do that path that feels good to you, that makes sense for the life that you want, for the values that you have. So what I wanted to dive into as it relates to the clip is I love how she talks about creators' ability to create their own reality. For me, the, the way I heard it was um, we get to design these experiences for ourselves and she had lost that that um, that knowledge. Like she forgot that along the way as she was building her business. But it's so encouraging to see her back and to hear that reminder that we are responsible for creating the experiences that we want to have. And that's why I love having these conversations on all things epic because we can dive into the impact. Whatever it is that we are creating, right, that will give us a impact, a certain impact is tied to the things that we are creating. So I love her take on from a influencer perspective that you have control over what you create. As a business owner, you have control over what you create. As a being, as a human being, you have control over what you create. So what impact are you creating for yourself for others because a yes to one thing is also a no to something else whether you want to realize it or not you are choosing each day the experience that you want to create and each day you are choosing the impact that it will have on yourself on your health on your family on your lived experience so for this segment on impact, I hope that you would listen to Vanessa's full story and let me know. Let's keep this conversation going. We started it on Instagram. I want to continue it on Be Carol Events on Instagram. Let me know what your takeaway is from that and what impact you are going to be more intentional and thoughtful 
about creating in your life and in your business. Okay, everyone, finally, we are going to be talking about community and it is all about the shout outs for me in this segment. If you listen to our welcome episode, then you heard me share that my heart for this season is to share the community, the voices, the people, and platforming them so that they can get some shine and also so that you can learn and walk alongside them as well. And one of the people who I'm really excited to bring to your attention is none other than Jerisha Hawk. Listen, if you missed out on all of her black girl magic, you are missing out. Um, But I love this season that she is in and I wanted to shout her out for this community segment because I one think that this is someone who you should add to your community, but also she is a part of my community that I'm listening to. And I'm grateful for the season that she's being really transparent about. So her newsletter that you can be added to, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. And I'll just share her most recent, which I think is a perfect tie in for this particular episode. The subject line of that email is I'm normalizing romance in my life. Love that. As we talk about love in the purpose statement segment, as we talk about going first and loving ourselves from experiences to impact, I think this was a great um, just reflection and another take on this. And this is how she starts off the episode. I mean, the episode. This is how she starts off the uh, email. So it says, welcome to another after hours edition of Off the Clock, where I share raw reflections, divine downloads, and heartfelt advice from a recovering workaholic. Listen, girl, yes, okay? And she's been talking uh, in the episode about ways that she is just adding more romance. She's being more intentional about uh, the experiences that she's designing. So listen, you know that is all the way up my alley. In the email, she goes into how she is pausing to make more flower arrangements. She's upgraded her intimates listen from robes to undergarments ladies this is a practical way for you to love on yourself and for you to add romance into your day I love that she also talked about decluttering and organizing her kitchen as a way to add romance listen there's no greater way to love on yourself than to to fix like the physical environment and organize the physical environment around you. It really does something different to your mindset when you create the atmosphere that you want to live in. That is all things epic. This was a um, beautiful message that hit my inbox and I want to share it with you and I hope that you will go ahead and join um, her newsletter off the clock Again, if you know Jerisha, you know she has been out here. She is not new to this. She is true to this. But she is also someone who is taking a break right now from how she normally runs her programs so that she can tap back into these areas. We heard this from Vanessa. We see this in Jerisha. And I think the big takeaway as it relates to us in this community segment is to think about how we can be more intentional about slowing down, about adding love, 
about being more intentional about creating the experiences that we want to live and have the impact that comes from it in our lives. We have to take control of these things and not just follow a narrative that it's one size fit all, that we all have to do it a certain type of way, but really get in the driver's seat and get more intentional about what we are creating. That is all things epic and that is what I'm excited about. So I'll leave you with these final thoughts. Um, I really am excited for this season. I'm excited because we are seeing a new level of transparency, of truth, of um, create your own adventure, if you will. Like, no longer are we in this in these confines of like, it has to look a certain type of way. I know I'm living this out in my professional life and I'm living this out in my personal life. And I encourage you to do the same. And at the core, what I have or my desire for you is that you make it epic. You think about what it is that you need in your life and you ensure that it includes experiences with purpose, impact and community. That is how you beat burnout. That is how you continue to work towards something that you stay fulfilled and tapped into. That is how you care for yourself. And we'll talk about care, I'm sure, in episodes to come. But listen, that is my desire for this podcast. And that is why we can't just confine this conversation to just events or just relationships or just any one particular thing because experiences with purpose, Impact and community applies across the board. And that is what I want for you. That is what I want for me. So that is it for this episode of All Things Epic. Thank you for joining us along the ride. And I can't wait to keep the conversation going in the next episode. I'm asking you to make it an epic day. Thank you for listening to the All Things Epic podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. This has been a B. Carol Events Podcast. For more, head to www.bcarolevents.com slash podcast.